Ladies and gentlemen, sharing her prediction winners of the 66th Grammy Awards, here's Music Notes with Jess's podcast host, Jess. Thank you. I'm delighted to talk about this year's Grammy nominees. I've been hyping 2023's music over a year because it brought a variety of personal themes out of the norm and revisited a great moral. No matter your genre, generation, background, or truth you bring forward, there will always be fans willing to hear why it's important to you. The eligibility for the current Grammys ballot was October 1st, 2022 through September 15th, 2023. Usually, I've analyzed possible winners in about 10 categories, but because more entries have been added the past few years, I've decided to focus this time on these five. Best Pop Vocal Album, Best New Artist, Song of the Year, Record of the Year, and Album of the Year. Before and after the Grammys air, I'll post a copy of the winners I predict on our social media pages. You ready to have some fun? <laughs> Me too. Taking music notes on our interactive Grammys ballad, these are the nominees for Best Pop Vocal Album. Chemistry by Kelly Clarkson. Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus. Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. Subtract by Ed Sheeran. Midnights by Taylor Swift. Each of these albums situated heavy autobiographical themes sung by the singer. Kelly Clarkson expressed her divorce. Miley Cyrus handled self-empowerment through sobriety. Olivia Rodrigo brought out more edge in complicated relationships. Ed Sheeran grieved the loss of his best friend, and Taylor Swift opened up about her struggles. All these artists have been nominated in this category once before. It's a matter of what stood out to the Recording Academy's votes. I recently mentioned that Miley Cyrus's Endless Summer Vacation is my personal favorite of hers and 2023. For her to get this nomination without touring is admirable. Kelly Clarkson's chemistry sounded very Billie Eilish to me, crying out in ethereal alternative pop. I like the track Favorite Kind of High wasn't too blown away as her previous albums. You feel so much sympathy hearing Ed Sheeran upset and subtract. His tour was massive and the sum of it all's Disney Plus documentary is a must watch. So leaving us left with Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift, really a toss-up between the two. All of Guts and Midnight's tracks debuted on the Hot 100, and both albums debuted number one on Billboard 200. Midnight's tracks are gentle to fit with Taylor Swift's insomnia mood, contrast to Guts's pop rock that Olivia Rodrigo did. I think best pop vocal album could go to Guts, the amped unison vocals, production buildups, vampire sudden dubstep, 
Very strong for a 21-year-old sophomore album. At 2022's Grammys, Olivia received Best New Artist and Sour won Best Pop Vocal Album. I believe Guts will too. Best New Artist, Gracie Abrams, Fred Again, Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, Coco Jones, Noah Khan, Victoria Monet, The War and Treaty. I'd love to be a fly on the wall to see how the Recording Academy comes up with Best New Artist. They've been emphasizing an array of genres and try introducing musical acts who may be starting out or need more recognition. Last year's winner was jazz singer Samara Joy. Congrats to her, though I do want more well-known artists to be representing the calendar year when they're choosing a winner. They deserve it more. I'm content with this year's ballot. We got Gracie Abrams who sings soft alternative. Fred again is a British electronic producer. Ice Spice is a new rapper. Jelly Roll crossed over from rock and country. Coco Jones started on Disney Channel, now doing R&B. Noah Khan's a thriving folk singer. Victoria Monet wrote for Ariana Grande and killing it with her single, On My Mama. The War and Treaty are a married Americana soul duo. This list did make me look up Gracie Abrams and Fred again, wasn't familiar with them. Gracie Abrams reminds me so much of fellow alternative singer Lord, especially her vocals. She was an opener on Taylor Swift's tour, and they share the same producer, Aaron Desner from rock band The National. Fred Again's real name is Frederick John Philip Gibson. Apparently, he wrote hits for George Ezra, Clean Bandit, Demi Lovato, Rita Ora, Ed Sheeran, and videos of his electronic mixes blew up on YouTube. The Grammy's Best New Artist article cited him an entertainer during the pandemic and he has three additional nominations in the dance electronic categories. Ice Spice rapped with Nicki Minaj, Taylor Swift, I like one of her new songs, Pretty Girl, and I can't bear to omit the lyrics of her new single, Think You the Shit? You think you the shit, bitch? You not even the fart. I wonder which song will play when Ice Spice's name is shown for this nomination. Probably Barbie World with Nicki Minaj. Anyway, the industry's noticing former Disney Channel actresses are emerging into music like the 2000s. Coco Jones acted on a few shows of theirs last decade and portrays Hilary Banks on Peacock's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air TV reboot, Bel-Air. She did win new artist at 2023's BET Awards and Soul Train Music Awards. I watched Coco Jones duet with 90s girl group SWV on the Soul Train Music Awards her song, Double Back, samples their 1997 hit, Rain. It's my second favorite SWV track next to their other great hit, Week. A few episodes back, I praised Victoria Monet's On My Mama on my year-end list. She and Coco Jones are competing in the Grammys R&B categories, gonna be close. The Warren Treaty just sang during the Emmys In Memoriam segment with Charlie Puth, and been invited to country TV specials for a couple of years now. Garth Brooks was blown away hearing them at 2023's ACM Awards and expressed that while hosting the show. Their voices really blend beautifully in every song and performance I've heard of them. 
Narrowing down to Jelly Roll and Noah Khan, these gentlemen game changed to the core. Opening up about personal mental health through song, both of their fan bases keep spreading worldwide. I'm hoping one of them becomes best new artist. The odds of showing Jelly Roll who I'm praying for would mean a whole lot to Noah Khan though too. I wish all these artists good luck. I'm circling with my fingers crossed for Jelly Roll. Giving you a sense of Song of the Year's nominees, I'll be reciting the title, songwriters, chorus, or significant lyrics. A.N.W. by Lana Del Rey, co-written by Jack Antonoff and Sam Dew. I say I live in Rosemead, really I'm at the Ramada. It doesn't really matter. Doesn't really, really matter. It's not about having someone to love me anymore. No, this is the experience of being an American whore. Jimmy Jimmy Cocoa Puff, Jimmy Jimmy Ride. Jimmy Jimmy Cocoa Puff, Jimmy Get Me High. Oh my God, Jimmy only loved me when he wanted to get high. Anti-Hero by Taylor Swift, co-written by Jack Antonoff. It's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. At tea time, everybody agrees. I'll stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. It must be exhausting, always rooting for the anti-hero. Butterfly by John Batiste, co-written by Dan Wilson. A butterfly all alone, but can you fly on your own? Take your place in the world today, a butterfly flying home. I see you're driving round with your head held high, a butterfly flying home. When you go, you'll be free, cause you know who you are, your butterfly. Something so damn beautiful. Oh child, it's a butterfly flying home. A butterfly in the air where you can fly anywhere. A sight beyond compare. A sacred song and a sacred tongue. It's a butterfly flying home. Dance the Night by Dua Lipa, co-written by Caroline Aylin, Mark Ronson, and Andrew Wyatt. Cause every romance shakes and it bends. Don't give a damn when the night's here. I don't do tears. Baby, no chance. I could dance. I could dance. I could dance. Watch me dance. Dance the night away. My heart could be burning, but you won't see it on my face. Watch me dance. Dance the night away. I'll still keep the party running, not one hair out of place. When my heart breaks, they never see it. Never see it. When my world shakes, I feel alive. I feel alive. I don't play safe. Don't you know about me? I could dance. I could dance. I could dance. Dance the night. Flowers by Miley Cyrus, co-written by Gregory Alday Hine and Michael Pollack. I can buy myself flowers, write my name in the sand, talk to myself for hours, say things you don't understand. I can take myself dancing and I can hold my own hand. Yeah, I can love me better than you can. Can love me better. I can love me better, baby. Can love me better. I can love me better, baby. Kill Bill by SZA, co-written by Rob Bissell and Carter Lang. I'm so mature. I'm so mature. I'm so mature. I got me a therapist to tell me there's other men. I don't want none. I just want you. 
If I can't have you, no one should. I might kill my ex. Not the best idea. His new girlfriend's next. How'd I get here? I might kill my ex. I still love him, though. Rather be in jail than alone. Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo, co-written by Daniel Nigro. Because I've made some real big mistakes, but you make the worst one look fine. I should have known it was strange. You only come out at night. I used to think I was smart, but you made me look so naive. The way you sold me for parts as you sunk your teeth into me? Oh, blood sucker, fame fucker, bleeding me dry like a goddamn vampire. What Was I Made For? by Billie Eilish, co-written by Phineas O'Connell. What was I made for? Cause I, I, I don't know how to feel, but I wanna try. I don't know how to feel, but someday I might. Someday I might. Quite a glum bunch to work through. Song of the Year gets awarded to the songwriters, will include the singer this year and their partners. Watching Bonnie Raitt win last year was a huge shocker. She wrote Tearjerker Ballad just like that after reading a 2018 article of a mother meeting the female donor who survived using her late son's heart. That speaks for itself. Lana Del Rey's A&W and John Baptiste Butterfly are the dark horses on this ballad. I listened to both seeing if it make up my mind. Lana Del Rey always takes you on a mystical ride in her tracks. John Baptiste's piano playing is pretty, but against these pop nods will be a long shot. My instincts are leading me to Billie Eilish, SZA, and Miley Cyrus. Barbie's movie brought out Billie Eilish's femininity, huge transformation to hear and see her so differently. What Was I Made For is the Best Original Song frontrunner in the Movie Awards and potentially the Grammy's Best Song Written for Visual Media. Kill Bill turns Sizz's heartbreak into a vengeful love murder plot, confessing her deep emotions just to the listener. The infinite power of Miley Cyrus Flowers is extraordinary. When therapeutic for herself, the notion of treating oneself is actually speaking louder. Having said that, her other track, Used to Be Young, could have been a better choice here. I know I used to be crazy. I know I used to be fun. You say I used to be wild. I say I used to be young. You tell me time has done changed me. That's fine. I've had a good run. I know I used to be crazy. That's cause I used to be young. Not to say that Taylor Swift's anti-hero's honesty isn't overlooked, nor Dua Lipa's Dance the Night nailing Barbie's persona behind the film star's reputation. What might win? I think I'm gonna guess Scissor's Kill Bill for its unusual premise. Record of the Year, Worship by John Baptiste. Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Flowers by Miley Cyrus. What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. On My Mama by Victoria Monet. Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. Anti-Hero by Taylor Swift. Kill Bill by SZA. Record of the Year is judged by recording and production engineering. Popularity doesn't hurt either. 
John Baptiste stepped down as the band leader on Tonight's Show with Stephen Colbert to make more music independently. I think him composing Disney's 2020 animated film Soul touched the world, and I saw him open up a year before at Global Citizens Festival. He won 11 Grammys in 2022, beloved by the Recording Academy nominating him just as much. In this case, worship creatively meshes gospel, soul, and electronic dance. He makes it look so easy. Boy Genius is an alternative trio supergroup of Phoebe Bridgers, Julian Baker, and Lucy Dacus. Phoebe Bridgers' songs got some attention this decade. Collaborating with these other two ladies has worked out immensely. They each write, play guitar, and sing perfect three-part harmony. It's worth pointing out that Victoria Monet's On My Mama was built around a sample in the chorus. The rest of the song is all original. She invited rapper Charlie Boy to reenact his 2009 chorus, I Look Good, following her reinterpretation of the lyrics. That smooth groove and choreography, good, is an understatement. Going up with the other acknowledged songs we've been reviewing, I'm really stuck what will get named Record of the Year. The crescendo piano ballad of Olivia Rodrigo's Vampire, so awesome. I back up the same I've said from Miley Cyrus' Flowers, Scissors Kill Bill, and Billie Eilish's What Was I Made For. I may be wrong to say that Taylor Swift and Billie Eilish seem too mellow to win in a mixing award, yet that could be a reason to win. Really tough. I'm going to highlight Miley Cyrus' Flowers, officially going strong a year later, breaking another type of record. It's also nominated Best Pop Solo Performance. I feel she'll win at least that one or this one. Album of the Year World Music Radio by John Baptiste The Record by Boy Genius Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard by Lana Del Rey? The Age of Pleasure by Janelle Monet. Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. Midnights by Taylor Swift. SOS by SZA. The highest and last award given every ceremony. I thought Barbie's soundtrack would have been a shoo-in it is up for Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media and sprinkled enough in other categories. Genre-wise, Miley, Olivia, and Taylor are representing pop, SZA and Janelle Monet, Artistic R&B, Boy Genius and Lana Del Rey, Alternative, John Baptiste Fuse Soul, and Reggae. I've observed Album of the Year's winners are ranging obscure to popular year to year. I don't see Taylor Swift earning anything this year. Midnight's doesn't stick out strong enough for me to see it winning. Her singles from there were Anti-Hero, Lavender Haze, and Karma. SZA's SOS album had some moments in Kill Bill, Snooze, Blind. I prefer Janelle Monae's record. I admit, the Grammys pushed me hearing her album The Age of Pleasure, very flirtatious in a fun hip-hop style. I would describe it as Kendrick Lamar production and Beyonce swag. Guts is definitely a finalist for Olivia Rodrigo. I'd be so happy if Miley Cyrus wins Endless Summer Vacation. The Recording Academy has nominated Lana Del Rey a decade, 
Two in this year's alternative categories, Song and Album of the Year, as I mentioned, Best Alternative Music Album makes more sense for Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard to win there. Her tracks drag into a mood and I'm unsure if it fits Album of the Year for now. John Baptiste kind of played off the weekend's 2022 album, Dawn FM, doing a radio concept album. The weekend did synth retro R&B, John holds up the title, World Music Radio, doing multiple genres. Top Notch, collaborating with his dad Michael, Kenny G, Lil Wayne, Lana Del Rey, and Little Mix's group member, Leanne. By the way, John Baptiste also played on Lana Del Rey's album. Finally, Boy Genius's The Record is exactly that. Rumor is they've announced a hiatus at their recent concert. It'd be crazy to be true after winning any of their seven nominations. Twilight actress Kristen Stewart directed three tracks off the record called The Film. MTV nominated it Best Alternative and Best Art Direction at the VMAs. Boy Genius's voices truly become a musical instrument you don't want to stop hearing. Practicing since 2018, time well spent and understood to announce an indefinite hiatus. My final prediction? The record being 2024's Album of the Year. Trevor Noah, former host of The Daily Show, is hosting the Grammys a fourth year in a row. Sunday, February 4th, 8 p.m. Eastern on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. The show will be available to stream day after on Paramount+, Plus and CBS On Demand platforms. Expect it to be about three and a half hours live. I know it's long, but it's worth it if you love music. An hour before the show, I'll post this predictions ballot on Music Notes with Jess's social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then the results the night after. I encourage you to view the Grammys categories online and some mentions I've discussed in recent episodes. I've pasted those links for you to follow along in the description. Let me know what you think before, during, or after the show. Message on our social media or email musicnoteswithjess at gmail.com. Please also rate and review where you're listening to the podcast. I'm Jess. Thank you so much for listening to my analysis. Next episode will celebrate the Beatles' 60th anniversary performance on The Ed Sullivan Show. I'll be creating a special playlist commemorating how historic that moment has lived on. You don't want to miss it. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>